Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Locked in in the in the system. Locked into the system. Oh my goodness! Today's podcast coming to you straight from France with Omar Salad Bar. Omar Salad Bar. Omar is uh is quite an intriguing character. He's been a friend of mine since he was a wee lad in Dubai, skateboarding at the Spring Skate Park and. Uh, has become uh, in uh, quite the uh, gentleman and surfing instructor, surf photographer, skateboarder, snowboarder, world traveler, uh, van enthusiast. He's a man that wears many hats. He's got many credits and titles to his name. Omar. How you doing today? Locked in. Yeah, locked in, man. Yeah, we've just been talking about this. I was, we were talking a little bit before, and I was like, you know, we should just record a podcast instead. Because right now, Omar is infuriated. And it's very rare that Omar gets infuriated out there, public listening to the show. And when he does get infuriated, it's like it's a monumental occasion, and I wanted to get it on record. <laughs> I wanted to get it on record so everybody can, so I can refer back to it, you know, as the day that Omar got infuriated. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so you're, so you, so he's in France right now. Where Biarritz? No, I'm in. Toulouse in the moment. In Toulouse, the home of Airbus. Is that true? Yeah. Where they where they're gonna stop making that A three eighty because nobody's flying anymore. You learn something new every day. Hey buddy, I'm here to inform you just as you're here to inform me. Yeah. Let's uh so let's give a little recap. I mean, you're basically you've been footloose and fancy free for quite a while, living that oh, van yeah. life. Tell us a little good. bit about your travels, man. Uh well okay, so during during lockdown, the first lockdown version one, which <laughs> happened in, in one point when was it? February or March? Yeah, yeah. March. Uh I came to the decision to finally get get a car and get a van or not a van but it's like a utility car yes sir souped it up pimp my ride and what'd uh, you how'd you soup it up man tell us some of the mods that you got on it little mods in it okay i got i got (laughs) i got a bed in i got a bed in the bag gotta have the bed gotta have the beds uh that has storage units underneath that keep all the all, all, all my fun little toys, my yeah. skateboards, my surfboards, and your boosted boards. Yeah, my tools and whatnot, fishing and stuff like that. Yeah, and then, and then another place for clothes, and then it's got uh, yeah, the necessity for a kitchen, got a table. Does it have a killer sound system? No, that is the next project. The sound system sucks. Yeah, you need to get booming speakers. Got it on full blast every time. (laughs) I can't hear shit. (laughs) Get me one of those bows. Yeah, get some six by nine smoking burner. So, so that that next time I'm in a town near you, you will hear me. You hear me coming through. 
You see your mark rolling. <laughs> they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so you got the mods on it. You got your surfboard. You got your skateboard. You sound like Jeff Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Seen it. Seen oh it. my god, you've got to see that movie, dude. It's this is it's you, it's you basically, <laughs> Jeff Spicoli. Yeah. So, where did you start your uh, your voyage on the first uh, lockdown? Yeah, so straight, straight after I was talking about this, straight after lockdown, I had to go, had to go back to Leon to pack up uh, Elise, her with my girlfriend's flat, so we had to quickly shuffle back there and then we were staying at her mom's for a bit and then we both were like okay let's we wanted to get out soon so it was like a week we were there and we're like yeah I'm like fuck it i've been looking for a car for three months now i'm just gonna start calling places and showing up and yeah I'd spent you know two days doing that got that done and then just found a car and we found a farm that we were going to go work on in Corsica. So we took the van straight to Corsica from. Oh, Leon. wow. So right. Yeah. Right. Right off the bat. Like, then drove it a few, like, what, like, two days around Leon and then just took it cross country onto a ferry and into Corsica. Oh, dude. How's Corsica? Africa. We had it at a prime time as well. It was right after confinement. There was no tourists. Roads were empty. It was it was it was killer. So did you bomb some hills on your skateboard? No, I don't. I don't recall skating too much. I was both of you were mostly doing like going to like crazy nature spots and jumping in freezing cold rivers and uh, a little Wim Hof cold exposure. A little, a little Wim Hof. Corsica is a beautiful place from what I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Crazy place to travel as well. Took a week and we pretty much did the whole island comfortably. Yeah, it was cool. And then head straight to Beards after that, which I spent the whole summer working. What were you doing there in the summer? I was working at a surf school, taking photos. Yeah, taking photos of the, the noob surfers. Oh, yes, exactly, yes. Yeah. And selling them, like, hey, man, you're really good. You want to see a photo? <laughs> you want to see a photo of you shredding, bro? <laughs> like Kelly Slater out there, man. You're really you good. flopping around out there. Yeah, by the way, these are $10 each, 10 euros <laughs> yeah, exactly. Each. That's how it rolls. It was a hustle, then. It was a full-time hustle. It was a hustle, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe it, man. Motherfuckers out there buying my numeric photos. Like, you just... You just dumb. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it worked. It was working. You made a lot of money, didn't yeah, you? Made the dues. Made the dues. Oh, my gosh. Look at this guy. Little hustler. <laughs> he is... Uh, so, Omar is of Arab descent. He will never admit that, but he is from the what? UAE. That's not true. That's not true. He's from the UAE, Where from Dubai. From? He's a he's a rat, but he is from Dubai. Yeah. Even though he, he's very good at wheeling and dealing like an Arab should be. Whoa, damn. <laughs> yeah, dude, I just stereotyped you. Yeah, damn. Damn, Brad. Yeah, dude, it's like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> not okay. It's not okay, That's Brad. Good. Not you're, a- you're also good at eating your McDonald's. 
Oh man, listen. Oh, dude, I like me a Big Mac, dude. Who doesn't? They got them all over. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? You're gonna be lying if you say you don't. Yeah, I know. Even even a vegan would, even vegan Timberlord would probably admit that a fucking Big Mac is. Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. That's what the, that was an old McDonald's commercial, Big Mac. So you went to be a Ritz and you were a surf photographer at a surf school, hustling up the hustling up the noobs yeah, for their photos. Yeah, saving up to to get on the trip to Portugal that I was planning on doing right about now. <laughs> she got locked out of Portugal. So be a Ritz, you went be a Ritz through France to Spain. So no, I we I was setting up all the vans, setting it all up, and pretty much thought I had everything ready to get to Portugal. So I took it on a little test run around the Basque country of Spain. Yeah, and it was only a quick thing. I was going and coming back because Lise was holding an event, so I just went and came back. It was a seven-day trip just through the Basque country to make sure everything was running right, and. And then we're planning on going. And then I had a few, actually, I had a few friends that came out. And I did a little trip with them around the, around the Beards and Leland and uh, a little bit of Spain as well. But after that, I was planning on going to Portugal. And we just got told that we have to be back. You got shut Leland. down. Got shut down. Blocked out. Blocked it. cloud. Just to come yeah, and no, shut you down. Who, who, who likes to be told what to do? So I got infuriated by that. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. I was looking through Omar's Instagram post today, and it was like, it was like, it was like, you know, you know, ETA, you know, the Spanish terrorist group, you know, it was kind of like an underpinning of that. It was like complete anarchy, his post. And I'm thinking to myself, Omar's lost it. He's lost his damn mind. He has <laughs> lost his damn mind. No, man, man, I just don't like. I don't like that the government can force things like. You don't like government in general. No, nah, but I would never. <laughs> I would never. I would never put it on blast on social media. Or like that. I would never. Really, now it's like it's it's it's, it's too much. It's too yeah, much. I know. I get it. You work. recommend what to do is right, but or at least take a vote, you know, if they should pass this new law. Like, they don't even vote to pass a law. They just fucking, boom, click your fingers and there's a new law. Like, I don't know, man. Just trippy. Oh, I know, dude. We got our big election tomorrow. Everything's going to be mayhem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, got that, we got that orange man. Orange man in orange, office. Orange man or an evil man. I mean, uh. Yeah, they're both kooks. I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's just kookville out there, huh? <laughs> kookville. It's total kookville. <laughs> oh, the world is turning into a kookville, man. The world's turning into a kookville. Dude, if you're locked down until May, I can't, dude. Well, no, wait. It, we, don't, I, we, don't, we don't know anything yet. We don't know anything yet. It's just people are making... Uh, thinking and there's words going around. There's nothing is. Nothing is certain yet until you hear it from Mac, fucking macaroni. 
Macaroni cheese. Macaroni cheese. So I mean, <laughs> nothing is certain yet. So, but there's yes, a just just non-essential activities and uh, no skateboarding. Because we don't want you to have fun. Oh, so you, you are go. going. We don't want you to have fun. So we are going to put the poo poo on you, skateboarder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The poo poo. That's the whole world now. That's it. Europe has followed, so England is doing it. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, I think it, it. Deja vu. Deja vu. I think I think if, if Donald Trump gets elected, we're not going to have uh, the lockdown anymore. I think he's like. He's like, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah, he's over it. It's old news. It's over it. Old news. It's, it's, COVID, it's COVID, a hoax. COVID, it's a hoax. COVID. Yeah, but the thing is, the repercussions of that is we're not going to be allowed to travel anywhere. Oh, yeah. We're not allowed to travel to anywhere good now, so unless you want to go to, like, Iraq or Syria or somewhere, like, lame, like Yemen that, or something. You can't travel anywhere? Like the there's like 20 countries, a little bit of the Caribbean. Okay. There's like just places you would never want to go. You were in the you Caribbean know? recently, weren't you? Or in Florida? No, no, man, no. Were you in Florida? Though? I should. What? You were in Florida though, right? Yeah, I was in Florida a while ago, yeah. What were you doing out there? Oh, I was visiting a friend in Daytona. Oh. You know, you ain't first, you're last. But uh, yeah, Florida. It was, it was, dude. I was in Pittsburgh. It was surreal. There was like literally nothing open there. We had to search for a restaurant to go to. Yeah, that's how. And it's even then, here. that's how it's gonna turn here. I know, it's man. Ghostly. It's so depressing. It's so depressing, it's dude. Weird. It's 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 too much to deal with. It's a lot to deal with. Just be like walking around the street and it's just ghost. Nobody. Nobody. Restaurants, bars, clothes. It's the zombie apocalypse. It's bizarre. It's fucking bizarre is what it is. And it was the Yeah, same. I know. And like France is so full of life yeah, and people exactly. outdoors and like having like, drinks and like good. having like same, oh, same man. Spain. Like the whole atmosphere of these countries have been stripped away because of this, you know, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's bring it back. You were supposed to go to Portugal. Right. You went through Spain. You were supposed to go to Portugal. What was your mission in Portugal? Just to see the country and surf? Yeah. So yeah, I've had a I've had a dream to to travel, to travel. along Spanish, like the whole Spanish, Spanish coast down to the Port, Portuguese coast, and then maybe into Morocco. Like to just to travel along the European coast into Africa would be like would be fucking awesome to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I wanted to embark on that and and not and just like no plan, go plan kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. So where were you? Where are you gonna go in Portugal? Uh, so I was gonna enter from the north and head down into Enisera. I, I don't know if I said that correctly, but. Yeah, like I don't know how you pronounce it, Nazar, Nazare, uh, or Nazare something. Nazare and Enisera, I don't know how to pronounce it. So you were gonna be competing in those big wave in the big wave challenge there, oh. WSL big wave. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, paddling all day. 
oh yeah, you were gonna you you're pellet. You don't need a you don't need a ski. You're uh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No ski. You got those little. You got that little electric motor on the back no, of your no, fin, no, no, huh? No, just just straight, just straight, straight gripping. Yeah, just straight pedaling. Wow, that's heavy, man. <laughs> so you're gonna go to Nazare, Nazar, whatever it's called. Yeah, then you were gonna go we, camp out there. Yeah. So we were actually that huge swell that just hit. People probably I think the swell of the decade or something. It was like one of the best swells that hit the the Atlantic, like biggest swells and most clean swells that hit the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. For for a long time. And yeah, we were watching it in. Bellarat, which is a huge wave in Biritz, but you see it from the coast and you need those binoculars. It happens out at, in the ocean. Yeah. And you just see a huge white mountain like from the coast. It's gnarly. But we were there in the night and we were watching. So the swell came in the day, the morning after. So this was... we. Yeah, it was Thursday morning the swell, and Wednesday night we heard, we were listening to fucking Macaron to uh, tell us that we were back in lockdown. So we hear the night before the, the night before that, like, oh shit, we're going into lockdown. And me and my friends were like, dude, do we just fuck it and drive to Portugal now, like overnight, nine hours straight, like straight to? Nazareth you should to, totally should to, to have escaped and. Portugal is a free zone. I, I know they're under lockdown, but you get away with everything there. Oh, yeah. You guys should just do it. You guys should just jump in the car after this podcast and just bolt it over <laughs> there. Nobody's going to stop you while you're in the car it's on the hard, highway. It's hard doing that. You know, you know you're safe here. I, I'm there. Just in the van. Just like, do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be a fraidy cat. No, fraidy cat, but Portugal's back on lockdown, so I don't know. Borders are closed. Borders are, are painting. Yeah. Oh, the borders I, are closed? To, cross, to get to Portugal, I have to cross the, the Spanish border, and then there's in, inter-borders as well. You know, like there's pretty much little regions that have their own borders in Spain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so you can't even go. You, you'd have to like. The two countries, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to ride your little badget carpet then. Yeah, I'd have to. Yeah, I'd have to kind of click my fingers and appear there. <laughs> How are we gonna do that? <laughs> well, if you have a badget carpet, you are, you are, yeah, you know, you are Aladdin. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is this about? Well, let's get. Well, we'll go back to the lockdown and the implications of that, and the wonderful. You know, the wonderful blessings that come with being in close proximity to people 24 hours a day, every day, seven days a week for months and months and months on end. It's like a joyous celebration of family and friends. It's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. But I want to hear, I heard you went night surfing. Oh, on that. Wow. Yeah, wow. One of the, that was the spookiest Spookiest Halloween I've had in my life. The spookiest Halloween. I can't believe it was on Halloween, Halloween too. Night, full, full moon. Did you dress up? No, I should have. Should have. Should have. Yeah. Oh, I messed up. What would you have dressed up as a werewolf? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were howling. Yeah. Howling out, howling out, howling. Yeah. How? Yeah. Yo, yo. 
Yeah, it was incredible. It was perfect, perfect, one, about one and a half meters swell, like perfect lines on the, on the point break. A little bit rocky point break, so yeah, really rocky point break, so it was a little bit, there was a little, little thrill to it. You could, you could, you could see, uh, but you, you, it was like, you'd get tricked by it. You'd see this hill, like, kind of dark hill coming towards you, and you wouldn't really know if it was going to break on you, or if it was going to, you know, if it was, if it wasn't going to Yeah, break, right, so or you just, yeah, you weren't going to yeah, make it, yeah. So paddling four waves, and it's, mind you, it's a peak break, so if you're not in the spot to catch the wave, you're not yeah. going to catch the wave. Yeah. But you would just see, luckily, it was super clean and predictable, so you could see the white line, like the white water coming towards you. That's right. All you would see. So I was just trying to position myself into the white water, and it was it was a crazy, crazy feeling. Because it was like, it was all instincts. Like, I'd be like, okay, a little left here, a little right here. I'd be like, okay, where do I feel like I need to be? And then, like, boom. And I was a couple, a lot of times not in the right spot, but there was one, there was like one, two or three times where I was, I caught caught a pretty pretty crazy waves like long peak waves like it was gnarly seeing the ref- and how was how was it like trying to maneuver on waves in the dark? Oh, I, I wasn't doing many maneuvers. I was pretty much losing my mind on the wave. Man. I was not even not even had the time to even think about doing a single turn. I was just yeah, I was out. I was out. Just like cruising. Yeah, I was there with the we were both it was just both of us in the water with the moon and it was just it was insane. magic. Like I saw her get washed up, like took a <laughs> took it was set to the head and I had to like make sure that she stays <laughs> calm and because I didn't want her to start freaking out and you can't see where the other person is, so it's it was it was insane. Dicey. Dicey, dicey for sure. Luckily it was a perfect clean wave, like we knew exactly where the wave was breaking. You can st- sit on the rip and not get hit by waves, you know. But yeah, she took a wave. She took a wave. She caught one. She actually dropped into one, and uh, she took it on the stomach and couldn't really see or stand up, so she just rode it on her stomach. But she was still frothing about, just just riding. Did she catch any? Yeah, she was. She caught into one, but she didn't stand up. So she paddled into into one, got into the wave, but just got onto her knees she couldn't really fathom the balance and stand up and you can't really see much it's very yeah that's funny that you that you that you mentioned that that you that you did the night survey we were talking about it now because i saw this thing on uh espn the 30 for 30 documentaries okay where uh they did a tribute to the grateful dead and they like a sports tribute to the grateful dead action sports tribute and they had like Rob Machado. They had like uh, Jeremy Jones, the snowboarder. They had uh, I forget who was the skater. And um, oh gosh, who was I can't remember. Anyways, the they for Rob Machado's part, they had inlaid a LEDs in the shape of like a lightning bolt, like for the Grateful Dead, onto his surfboard. And they were in Indonesia, and he was paddling into waves in the middle of the night, and these LEDs would spark up, and there would be this lightning bolt, and he'd be, like, cruising and, like, shredding these waves. 
in the middle of the night, which is really rad. So obviously you didn't have those LEDs like Rob Machado did, but you know, (laughs) pure ghost style, pure ninja ninja style. Wow. We got into the water at two o'clock or one around two in the morning. Mind you, it was two in the morning. We were about to go to sleep. I was in bed, like, had my head to the pillow, eyes closed, ready to go to sleep. And Elise came running up, like, you know, let's go to the beach. Like, let's go walk down. Let's do something for Halloween. I was like, oh, okay, I get out of bed. And then these guys come up from surfing. We're like, what the hell? It was ghost town. Like, there was nobody there. And then just three guys, come yeah. up, like, at two in the morning on the surf. We're like, what? Like, yeah, it's so easy, it's chill, like, it's perfect, you can see everything, it's so small and nice and clean. They're like, okay, fuck you, when does this happen, you know? Halloween night, right? full moon, there's perfect peeling, no wind waves, like, it was cold, yeah. maybe 12 degrees out in the air, like, Ooh. Suit, had to put on a wet, wet suit after being head down on the pillow, about to sleep, like, it was a motivation, and wow, I'm stoked I did it. And that wasn't all, no, was it? Oh, my God. And then right after, we, so I have my little, like, stove thing. I brought my stove down. I made some tea on the beach after to warm up. Oh, my God. It was an epic evening. Epic, epic, epic. And uh, we look up, and we see this ring starting to form around the moon. Like, uh, yeah, you have, like, a distance off the moon, like, almost looking like an eye. Really, like a like a, like a halo, halo around, exactly a halo around the moon that was perfectly symmetrical, perfect. And we're thinking, okay, is that clouds? Like, what is it? Because it was a clear night, and then we see clouds passing by it. We're like, hey, this is not clouds. Like, this is a phenomenon. What is it? Phenomenon. We're watching, like, yeah, phenomenon. Yeah. And yeah, oh, later on, we looked oh, it up, oh. and yeah, it's like a rare thing that happens something one time in the year or two times in the year. And yeah, it's. Something where the sun is lined up with the moon and some physics, da 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 da. It creates like these, these ice particles into the halo. But anyway, incredible. Incredible. So, so you almost like, you did like a, you did your own form of trick or treating with oh, nature. Yeah. You like, you were like, went up to the ocean, you're like, right. trick or treat. And it was like, it oh, served it you served up a treat. And a trick, yeah. Yeah, and a trick. And then, and then the moon, and then the moon, you're like, trick or treat. And it was like, it tricked you with the halo and gave you a treat as well. You got tricked and treated in both. That's a twofer, man. That's a twofer. Boring, nothing going on Halloween to the most insane Halloween. Like at one thirty in the morning, we were doing nothing. We had no plan. There was nothing going on because of the lockdown and stuff. And then it just clicked and flipped from zero to hundred real quick. It was crazy. Yeah, wow! I can't, you can't even you can't explain how those times happen in life. You know, like that's the beauty of life. Like, that, 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 that's when you realize, like, holy shit, life is fucking incredible. Like, yeah. That's the joie de vie. <laughs> the joie de vie. <laughs> <laughs> So you went from an epic Halloween trick or treated by nature, trick and treated by nature, and then 
wham with the lockdown. So, yeah, it was... Bumsville. Got yeah, bumped out. Beaches are closed. Surfing is illegal. Skating is illegal. I can't believe surfing yeah. is illegal. I mean, that's probably like, if you're going to do one thing that you won't get coronavirus yeah, doing, sinuses. it's surfing. <laughs> your sinuses, you're in salt water. You're, yeah. you know, it's... you're, you know. So what's your strategy for like uh for the for going into the the depths of darkness I'm not, I'm not, now? I'm not, gonna let it. I'm not gonna let it happen. I know. Oh, you're no, not I, going to. You must be tripping. You must know me by now. I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm, I'm gonna. That's, that's what I'm doing here in Toulouse. Like, I, are you willing to go to jail? Hell no. Hell no. Well, I mean. So what are you going to do to protest? I'm not going to protest. I'm not going to protest. I have no say into protesting. I'm not in my country. I'm, I don't feel any... I can't protest in any way. But I'm still... I'm still so what are you going to do to navigate this? My life, but I'm going to try to live it a little bit more underground. So, say, like, doing DIY spots and stuff and skating, building DIYs somewhere or skating builds like little underground stuff instead of heading to the skate park where police will be you know what i mean and that way i love yeah i learn how to diy and get into the community of diying out here and yeah so who's your crew who are you diying with i haven't done it yet but um this guy manu um that i met out in out in bali sick cat uh <laughs> He he found a crew out here. Always. He's, he DIY'd this crazy spot. You need to check it out. It's called Gypsy Side DIY in Toulouse. They're on Instagram. That's sick. I'll check it out for sure. I'll, yeah, I'll follow it. Really, they found this like pretty much like a pipe. I don't know if you can call it a pipe. It must have been like a sewage pipe or something. But yeah. It's kind of like, you know, that spot in Montreal, like the, the quarter pipe. Kind of like. Yeah, that, with the know? bridge. And then they just, they built a quarter pipe on, on one end and they're building some ledges and in the inside of the pipe and some other stuff, like a little obstacles and stuff. And yeah, so he just finished off that and there's a bunch of crew that, and they did an amazing job. Like they had to rip it out, clean it out, like everything, the whole, the whole shebang. Like yeah. flooded with like moss and, and trees, like there were trees they had to rip out, like. Oh no, they did a crazy job. So yeah, that's that's what I'm out here for. I might stay out here for a couple of weeks and try leave a little mark here, like make a DIY, skate it a bit. I'm still gonna find my my little light, you know. <laughs> I'm not gonna just lock, I'm not gonna be in darkness. That's for sure. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. So you're gonna do some underground DIY spots. I mean, that can only last so long. What else are you? Do? You gonna do some cooking? Oh, yeah, one of the guys that I'm living with right now, I'm out here with this guy Manu. Uh, he opened his house to us, which is rad because we're both living in a living in a van. So he opened it up to both of us, and we're just crashing here with his girlfriend and some other guy. And the other guy's a chef, and he's he's like a chef for what, like one of the best restaurants in France. Like, Top four restaurants in France, so he's been 
Was it that dude that we had no, dinner with no, that one no, time? I just met this guy. Like the no, pizza I just dude. Met this guy like uh, not even a week ago. But we're oh really? Cool, and we've just been traveling together and doing little trip. Yeah. So he's gonna yeah, chef he's it up for y'all. Big time. Made some nut crazy good risotto just now. So yeah, I might learn a little chefing from him. In- are you fishing I much? Was, yeah, we, I got into a little bit of fishing. So when the waves were small, I would I would go fishing and. You go out on your surfboard no, and catch never fish. Did that I would I would just fish off the off the rocks or fish on the on the pier off the pier. And yeah, it was it was it was cool. It was. What's the biggest fish not, you caught? Not big. I didn't catch too many. I didn't go too many times. I would say I went like maybe six or seven times. I was working a lot and surfing a lot, and it was only during the moments where there was no waves. So, you know, yeah. So six times I went. I caught a couple sea bass and grilled it up right there and then. Nothing too big, like one portion kind of thing. Yeah, just yeah. more for amusement and chill and be able to know if you catch food, to know exactly where your food is from. Try to be on, try to be on, try to be on, yeah. Are you eating a lot of oh, croissants? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, yes, I've been eating a lot of fucking chocolates. Dude, I'm just thinking, like, so, what are the essential things you can do? Can you go out? Can you? Do you have like? Are you allowed to go shopping? Uh, no, I don't think so. So you can't go to the bakery yes, and get can. a fresh Food's baguette. And bakeries are essential. Yeah, no, bakeries are yeah. an essential part of France. Like you cannot. If you take the bakeries away, oh yeah, there will be a revolution later. <laughs> oh, there would be a revolution. Do not oh take man, a or a you... of a Frenchman. Do not take a <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, <you'll> haywire. <laughs> I mean, just think if you had to eat macaroni yeah. and cheese. <laughs> but yeah, no, everything like just grocery stores and boulangeries and stuff like that, like, which is a bakery. That's they're open, but now we've just been told that all like the book sections and the entertainment sections and like anything other than food section in Carrefour, for example, which is a big supermarket here, is closed. Like you can't buy books. You can't. Um, what else? Can't buy games if you want to get board games or something like that to pass the time. You can't How about the peep games. shows? How about the peep shows? How about what? The, the peep, peep shows. shows. You know the peep shows where you go into the booth and there's like a naked lady dancing? Oh, I don't know about those here. Maybe. Oh, they don't have those here? Oh, there? Oh, man, I thought that was Maybe. a big thing in France. I'm not in that. I'm, I'm not peep that. shows. so what is i mean you're kind of living the life of riley here you got your van you kind of just you just kind of breeze into the some location here and there and breeze out and yeah and that's been working for you since 
right after I left Dubai to come to Bali. And I kept it going. Yeah. I like that life. You just I've really been living a minimalist life here as well. I have my I have everything I need. I have T shirts for one week, I have boxers for one week, socks for one week, pants for a couple pairs two pairs of pants like perfect I'm living in the van so I can't have too many shit, you know. Everything I have right is in the van, like so it's been cool. I've like I've loved it. It's been so easy easy to live with, like it's just easy to live like this. Yeah. Yeah. And your photography, have you I mean you you love you love taking photos and you're very good at it as well. Um, yeah, so have have you gotten your name out yeah. a little bit more? Are you getting like other gigs besides the surf photography? Um, I haven't really been focusing on like exhibition wise. I've been collecting a bunch of series. Mm-hmm. I don't really post much as well, which is a problem. I need to be posting a lot more. I have a shitload of great photos that I need to, I need to put out in the world. I have a website. I don't know if you've seen it. I've, Post my I've put on my website, which is shootomar.com. <laughs> what is it? I haven't seen your website. What is it? It's not fully finished yet. There's some like shootomar.com edit and stuff like that. But if you don't look at the text and you look at the images, all the images are pretty much up there. But yeah, I, I will definitely check it out. During this confinement. Shoot Omar, everybody Shoot out there, check it out. S H O O T O M A R dot com. C O M as in Macron. Yes. And 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 hire this fool. If you're in France or if you're in Botswana, hire this fool. If you're getting no, married no, no, and you I've, want I've, some esoteric photos of your wedding, like uh, no, Omar man. is one of the best wedding photographers you'll ever meet. He is an incredible. <laughs> he's got all kinds of bounces and all kinds of <laughs> lighting configurations to make your wife look no, like, no. you know, Giselle Boomkin. I really focus on taking photos that are not set up. I do not like taking photos that are set up. So really not into this. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're getting married, shootomar.com. It's he's the he's the number yeah, one guy in the cool. region. So if the clients seem cool and they and they they seem like we're on the same level, I'll do it. But if if not, I will never do a wedding photographer again. What's your Instagram, just so everybody knows your Instagram? What's your yeah. what's your client Insta- or your yeah, your business Omar. Instagram? Photo.omar, P-H-O-T-O dot O-M-A-R on Instagram. Follow that fool. Follow that fool. I love his photos. He's an incredible <laughs> wedding photographer. And I just want to I just want to I just want to reiterate that again. You'll see some amazing wedding <laughs> photos on his Instagram. Oh, yeah. So if you're in Tanzania <laughs> and you you're getting married, you know <laughs> or baby portraits. <laughs> He does. Oh, yeah. my, he does great my, baby my portraits. Baby portraits are to die for. They're adorable. They're absolutely <laughs> adorable. He he gets he gets the most amazing outfits <laughs> on these kids. You know they're wearing like the German 
later hosing, you know, it's like, you know, Oh, well, bless your cotton like socks, Omar. <laughs> so, so, are you playing any music? What do you? What music are you listening to these days? A whole bunch of music, man. I have. I've. What's been catching uh, your interest? I saw that you were playing a little bit of Pink Floyd the other day. Pink Floyd. Yeah. Just come on to this band from the Congo, the Witch. Listen to. Oh yeah, you sent me that. You get you have you have a an, another player that you can play a song for us on right now. No, I don't. Don't, don't. Oh baby, I can't actually. Hold on. Yeah, I think I can. Hold on. What's it called? I think it's Chifundo. That's how you say it, Chifundo. Hold on, let me get the music. They're from Congo. I haven't really heard much on them. Manu actually put me on them. Yeah, it's Witch. The Witch? Witch in capitals, like W-I-T-C-H. I think it stands for We okay. to Cause Havoc, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? What's it? What's the yeah, one song called Chifundo? Yeah. Congo and they create like almost like it's like psychedelic rock. This is tight. Oh man, I like it already. Oh, I heard it before, but I like it. That's it. Why did it stop playing? That was it. It was only... Chifundo, what the heck? Oh, no wonder. Okay. Alright, let me fast forward here. Oh yeah, it's five minutes song. Yeah, let's let this roll. Dude. I want to hear this. This is so. This is Chifundo, C H I F U N D O by Witch, and I'll put the link in the show notes so y'all can check it out. Lucombo vibes, man. Lucombo vibes. Yeah. Is it coming through all right? Can you hear it all right over there? I'm dancing. I'm dancing to it. Kind of reminds me of, uh, like, uh, oh, I can't think of it. I love it. I love it. What's that? 
psychedelic rock. It's unique. It's different. I mess with it. Yeah, I mess with it too, man. I'm glad you sent it uh, over. What else are you listening to? It's like the classics. Same, same kind of songs. Like, uh, some reggae here and there. What are you listening to? Alpha Blondie, so. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Really good stuff. I, I mix myself. I listen to some AI Green as well. Like I mix up my mix up my music. I really don't stick to one. I'll listen to some Future as well to AI Green to Pink Floyd. To I, I, I really oh, there you go. Myself. Music is out there. You listen to it. Right? You really right. need to get a booming do, system do, before you really delve deep into the music I, sector. My, It just uh, it distorts and you're like and you're like oh catch it Now are you gonna paint your van some wild colors? No, because I am planning on no. So if I paint it, I'm going to. It's gonna it's gonna lose. Maybe you should put like get like a, get it a big sticker over it, you know, like yeah, one of those vinyl stickers over the whole thing. The, they sit in the sun, they like melt, and, and it's a lot of work, man. Do I, they? I don't know. It's a lot of work to do that. But if I got a van, dude, if I got a van, like I this is this is just a startup van. So it's it's a utility car. It's a it's a Citroen Berlingo. It's a utility car. It's not even a full on size van like i can't stand i can't stand up straight in it yeah uh, it's like a camper van so oh like it's just a camper yeah. car so all i got is i've got all my necessities i've got my bed i've got a place to cook i've got um yeah i've got a place to store all my stuff my, my, my clothes and everything but exactly so you're working your way up from the berlingo and then like exactly. the ultimate goal is like a sprinter and if I did, I would. I'll get an orange one, man. Sprinter would be sick. I see. Oh my god, dude! I would. I'll tell you what, man. I, I, you know, one day, Omar, I'm gonna get. Uh, you know, someday after this lockdown, at some point, yeah. we're gonna be able to travel again, hopefully, and. You know, I think I think it's about ripe time for Bradley to do a European excursion, and I think I need to get a van. I need to get a van and do a little conversion, and we need to cruise down the road, yeah, like dude, check out to, all of Europe, man. You can't take anything for granted now, like even the little windows where there's no lockdown. Get out because the summer, man, it was open. I, it's just because the U.S. You can't because you're from the states, you can't, but. But other people like we were open in, yeah. in the summer, so that's your moment. If you're trying to come into somewhere, you've got we've got to take these little windows <laughs> as a chance, you know. Dude, I've got this. I've got a voucher on KLM just burning a hole down. You know, it's not can't. It's got to be used. You know. I'll let you know when. when it's got to be used. When things settle. It will. You get got to get ready for a last minute thing because it could be one week and then. Oh, uh, see, I don't want to do a week. I want to do a, like a whole summer. Open. The summer will be open. 
for sure. They the economy can't can't uh, withstand that. Yeah. They can't withstand losing to someone. So it's time to it's Bradley's yeah. time to buckle down. I need to save some money. And uh, I need to get, I need to plan for the summer, man. I want to go, go through the German Black Forest and through France, through the Côte d'Azur, and check out all Basque country. See all the Spanish homies out there. See Ruben and Edu and all the boys. I also want to check out Gaston, Javier. Oh yeah, that'd be rad. Oh, Northern Lights would be sick. Uh, Aurora Borealis. So you're planning on staying in Europe for a while, huh? Things change up really quick. Like you can just quickly check cross borders and switch up the culture like dramatically, dramatically. Like, but I don't know. I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's got my serve. Got great skate scenes everywhere. Like good people. Yeah. Good food. Yeah. Life is good. You've been skating a lot these days. I've seen some. I've seen some pretty, pretty rad clips of some pretty amazing yeah. spots. Actually, yeah. tell us about. Tell us about some. Tell us about that one place that you're at that had that glass oh, covering yeah, over it. So, if you guys not, can imagine, there's covering. like this so beautiful. Like, it's like plastic. I don't know if it's the oh, okay. smartest idea. It was. It's all made out of plastic, and it's in Cap Breton, uh, which is on the west coast of France. That gets hit. Yes, exactly. Right by Oslo, by Hostegore. and um, it gets hit by a lot of storms. So, I mean, you get some hailstorms coming through that thing, and I, I don't know if it's going to end really well. Like it was, some wind could just rip those things right off. Like. But it's crazy. It's a crazy concept right now because you've got this undercover bowl and skate park that's getting so much light into, which is so cool. You've got no shadow sections. Every, all the light is dispersed evenly. It's so sick. Yeah, I mean, that term is cool. <laughs> I don't know if they're ready for the storms. We'll, we'll see how it, how it withstands the winter. Oh man, so you're gonna park yourself in France for a while, huh? I've talked to the boss of where I was working, and he said I'm more than welcome to come back next year. So I've got that opportunity to come back for the next summer. So yeah, man, I I like it. I like it here. You know, I am an ISA level one instructor. I passed my I passed my ISA level one course at Surf Dubai. No, man, I got the certificate and everything, bro. Oh, dude, I, I, you know what? Well, I think what we should do is 
is is is rally up yeah, Clint and myself and you and because he had the season he was doing the same thing as a surf instructor and he yeah the season at the end of September yeah end of September mine was the end of October so I was looking around for him because he there was a surf school that had been a surf photographer as well yeah but it's cool as well man it's, yeah I'm totally like I'm totally independent to the to the surf school so the surf schools do their lesson they tell me what time their lessons are uh, and I come as I please if I want to come then I'm I've got job I've got work and if I don't come then it's on my fault it's like my bad because I lose clients and lose yeah money you know so how do you yes, sell the I photos? Have, do you have, have like a little screen there and you just import? There. First, so yeah. it's, all in, it's all in French. So yeah. first, Elise helped me with it. So she was there on the laptop showing the people and I would be there taking photos. I'll go take photos, come back, give the SD card. She imports. I was straight take another SD card and go back to shooting. And I was doing that in the start and then I really... And do you touch them up before you give them to them do or you what? just... <laughs> Raw photos. Oh, so yeah. So when I import them, I have do you to touch them up or do they just raw? Using Lightroom, so I just put in a preset before, and as soon as I import all the presets with the little touch yeah, up, like not crazy touch up, but just quick touch ups, little contrast, yeah. little virus, little yeah, a little vibrance, little soft focus, yeah, clarity, little soft focus, yeah, yeah, so good. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so that. That it looks better on screen, and, and then yeah, just sell them numerically. Like I just sell, sell them by email or yeah, by WeTransfer usually or AirDrop, and that's it. And they're no, paying you man. in cash, man. Right? You don't have to even have to pay taxes. You know that's not true. What do you mean? You oh, you're not paying any taxes. I know you. <laughs> Macron, if you're listening to me, I'm giving you all your money. Giving you, I promise you, I'm giving you all my phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's giving you, he's giving you that tax man money so you can lock down with the police. The police gonna lock you down, Omar. What happens if the police catch you while you're like, uh, you know, making a DIY spot? What are you gonna do? You gonna surrender, or are you gonna are you gonna go head to head, toe to toe with the police? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna are you gonna shout at them? Try walk away a free man. That's it. Fine. Yeah. What if they hit you with a two hundred dollars skating ticket? Got a boosh, got a bag. No, so you're not no, going to be able to yeah, surf for a while, it. too. Is well, that correct? I'm happy with the surf I did. I surfed a good amount this summer. I had a last session with Elise full moon. Like, I finalized it proper, you know? Start, saw Bella rather the. Yeah, put some closure to it. Near wave, it was like a six, ten meter wave rolling through, like. 
witnessed that, took some photos of that, like just the raw power of the ocean, saw that to end it all. Like, no, it was a good grand finale. For yeah. Me, for sure. But I thought that they were, so I thought that like essential things are like yeah, food yeah, and then like exercise as well was an essential thing, was it not? Oh, they don't. But skateboarding is 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 or not. So so, but that's exercise. Couldn't you contest that? I mean, if you're from here, maybe you can do something with me. So, oh, you Frenchies out there. So, what are you going to do for exercise? You going to go jogging? Fuck, no, I don't jog, man. No, you don't jog. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm I think you should get a little Razor scooter. I think. And skate and that stuff. And I'm, I have a, I'm, I'm not getting locked in, you know, like, I'm not abiding by rules like i'm gonna spend two weeks here like yeah hey i wonder actually since like exercise is like the essential thing i wonder because it's france i wonder if you could go outside and like juggle you just say there's a bunch of clowns out here Like, I mean, obviously, because if you're juggling in France, like, that's a national pastime. If you're juggling, like, croissants, like, no, or baguettes or something like that, nobody's going to, like, nobody's going to arrest you for... Gagging on baguettes. (laughs) 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 Sorry, man, let's keep it PG. Oh, the visual is killing me. Oh, the visual is killing me. You need to you need to make the picture of this. I mean, you, you should like, well, at least make, can you make the thumbnail of this of this podcast. Um, I'll send you. I'll do a Photoshop or something. But just please make the thumb. Yeah, just make a thumbnail. Of this dude. oh please. Yeah, sword smoking a baguette. No, put it put like a guy on a unicycle, uh, juggling a baguette or croissant. <laughs> With your face plastered on him. I got it. you, man. Yeah, dude. Let's make the best it. thumbnail ever. What do you want the caption to read? I mean, uh, how, how do you want to title this podcast episode? We'll, we'll put, or the description? We'll put, for the title, we'll put episode Omar, 45, Omar, uh, Omar Alabar. Or, or, Omar clowning around France. No. Well, we have to put your last name because otherwise people don't understand. Who, like, it's, it's always like Laura Ferrier, yeah, Scott Chambers, Daniel Van Doren, you know? Otherwise, they're like yeah, Omar. Who's yeah, Omar? Put Omar Salad Bar. There you go. If you want to just put yeah, yeah, yeah. Omar Salad Bar clowning around France. And then, what's the description it read? Say, it will say. It will say. So you have to have like a summary, yeah. Juggling, baguette swallowing. Um. Yeah, I don't know what what, what else. What else could I say? 
you know, usually I put like in this episode, you know, we talked to Omar Salad Bar about traveling through France, his experience taking photographs at a surf school in Biarritz, surfing in the in the midnight, you know, two thirty in the morning underneath you know, a full yeah. moon halo you know, style. You've got to touch with that. You're good with that. Well, I can, you know, your flattery means a lot to me, Omar. I appreciate that. Make me feel good today. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's gotten me into more trouble lately than ever. It did until the Maldives. <laughs> then I got extradited <laughs> after getting dengue fever. I got I got overthrown by a coup d'état, a, Cop- a Copenhagen coup d'état. <laughs> oh man, I'll never live that down. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, I'll tell you what, man, it's you know. I am in, I'm in, dude, uh, we got snow yesterday. Yeah, they're getting snow in, in some parts of here as well now. Oh, my. Oh, man. You know, I've been yeah. used to warm weather for 20 years, and it's is it, like, is it, it's just, it really hits you like a, like time, a, right? what? That's when you arrived there. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I was, dude. I was fit as a fiddle. I was, I was hiking at like, it, we'd get a fresh snow, it'd be like twenty below out, and I would go out oh, hiking right, and take pictures of wolves and stuff. Oh man, I just, I don't know if I have the motivation. You know what I'm doing? Like, so in, let's see, in thirty minutes, I got to make my way over to these. There's these horse stables down the road, and I volunteer there for a few hours a day. And they teach uh, kids with special needs how to ride horses. So I've been spending some time over there and helping these uh, these kids with special needs out to ride horses. And it's crazy how they, they're like, right. they have some behavioral problems or they're autistic or uh, mentally challenged or whatever. And they come in all kind of rambunctious and stuff like that. They get on these horses and they're just mellow as, you know. Dude, I haven't tried it with skateboards yet, but I think, you know, that's something. Dude, I was actually thinking of, like, just for a fun thing to do, just give skateboard lessons. And, like, teach people, you know, teach kids introductory skateboard lessons, get them on the boosted board to learn how to, like, turn and stuff, and then bring them down to a regular skateboard. Straight onto the skateboard and not put them onto a boosted board. Oh, you hate. You know kids. You hate. Why are you such a hater? You know, like, what the fuck am I going to go push for? I can just fucking this little boat and zoom off, like, 25 miles per hour. Like, nobody's going to be like, dude, fuck the little skateboard. That's so old school. Like, you know, you know, you can't even show them. You don't want you don't to have special needs kids zoom around. So that brings up something. <laughs> That's an image for itself. As well. yeah. Oh, on the, on the, on the level one th- Oh, you're such a you're such a poo pooer. 
Why do you poo-poo the booster board so much? Oh, man. Always trying to get me to do athletic activities. I had fucking good time on the booster board whipping around that thing, but I would never replace it with a skateboard in a million years. I would never Oh, man. Flying around Santa Monica on that thing was just too much fun. He'd be knocked out after it was fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. Those were weird days in Santa Monica, dude. Yeah, man. Those were weird ass days. Yeah, I don't know if I will ever want to go back there. I you do your voice and the way that you're the and the manner of speech in which you're speaking now is like you're yeah, like, like it, you're man. you're rocking and rolling, man. Yeah, it is, man. It's so important to be around good people, dude. Yeah, I didn't. You were kind of isolated there in in uh, Santa Monica. Meet a lot of people. I have my group of friends. Like, don't get me wrong. I have my my friends that I still keep contact to today, till today that are my end homies, but but that um, I don't think America vibe vibes with you. It doesn't vibe with me. I don't think America vibes with you. Yeah, corny. Corny is a good way to put it. I think they're yeah, so driven so that they forget so there's life outside so of work. Yeah, especially in L.A. Yeah, man, you sound really good, Omar. That makes me very happy to hear, dude. And uh, good friends. Yeah. Yeah, you're leveling out. I need to get on your program, dude. You need to teach me some things. You need to teach me about about European life, bro. And you and France is a very good place to what? Just been living free, like yeah. But European life is is that like especially in France, it's like you know they got long holidays. They're always on holiday for something. It sucks and it's great. It sucks because everything (laughs) is always closed for some reason. You don't know why. You go there on a Tuesday and it's closed. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, okay, it's 12 o'clock. They're taking their little siesta. Like, yeah, things close from 12 to 2, and it's a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's great, dude. We don't we don't need a Walmart open 24 hours a day, seven no, days a week. Never, you, you don't need that. Find a 24-hour fucking supermarket. Nobody wants never. No, shit closes at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock. No, and you shouldn't. Yeah, you don't have any night. Good, night that's night when it should close. Like like... Oh, because Italians and French is probably only the Germans it, that are kind of militant about their work hours, but the French, Germany, I think that they're they. They're, I mean, they're hardworking people. They're, they're efficient working people. And I don't think they take as many holidays as the French, the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Italians, 
you know, those countries, they know how to really enjoy life because life is not about, I mean, yeah, you got to work to, to live, but Americans live to work. Miserable, like Americans. Yeah, exactly. All the things that you love to do. You know, the thing I find here dude, is like, I'm still going through culture shock. I'm still trying to figure out what is going on here. And that's, you know, you mix the fact that I've been in Bali for four years. I was in Dubai for like 12 years before that, which was a weird existence in itself. But, you know, being in Bali, you understand how humble people are and how you can make so much, you can make so much out of so very little and the way of life is very, very different. I've come back to here and I've realized it's like, I don't understand American culture at all anymore. I don't vibe with it. And the thing is, you compound that with um, COVID-19, which is like intensified everything to the utmost. It's like, and now I feel like I'm going through a midlife crisis, Omar. This is a really weird time. You know, I'm 44 now, Omar. Hello? Locked in. You there? Cut out, bro. Omar. Well, I guess this is it. We're going we're gonna to conclude it on Brad having a midlife crisis. Oh, my God. Audience out there, I've lost my mind. Anyways, that was the wonderful podcast with Omar Salad Bar. Oh, I got you back. I got you back. You there? Uh, it usually skips for a little bit. You can probably hear me, but it probably I can't hear you right now. It'll come back. Give it a give it a few seconds. <laughs>